Hello and welcome, listener. I'm your host, Gino Maori, and I cordially invite you to join me as I narrate several sinister tales for your enjoyment. So put on your headphones and turn out the lights and get ready for Tales from the Quarantine. Our first tale is titled Embrace. I have been having trouble sleeping. It's gotten to be so bad that, come the morning, I can barely move as the fatigue has set in my bones like concrete. It's not that I can't sleep. I want to sleep, more than anything. But as I lie there in the dark, fear prickles my scalp like white-hot needles and sets my heart to pounding. Sleep then becomes a distant fantasy. I lie on my side and my eyes drill a hole in the wall. I mustn't look away. As my eyes begin to droop, I mustn't look away. As the night stretches out into infinity, I mustn't look away, as I feel the presence at my back, I mustn't look away, as the weight presses onto the bed behind me, I mustn't look away, as the arms cold as morgue-bound flesh embrace me, I mustn't look away. Our second tale of the night is titled, Footprints. One night in late autumn, I just finished watching a movie and was about to head to bed when I heard a strange sound coming from the backyard. It sounded like mewling, maybe a hungry animal or something. I was of half a mind to forget it and head up the stairs anyway. But I figured I'd never forgive myself if something bad had actually happened to a poor critter. It couldn't hurt to look anyway. I grabbed a flashlight and opened the back door, poking my head out. It was pitch black, and the weak beam of the flashlight barely made a dent in the inky darkness. My cursory sweep of the yard turned up nothing, so I went back inside. Not wanting to leave the poor thing hungry, I grabbed a can of tuna from the cupboard and left it open on the porch. At least it'd have something to eat. The next day I went back downstairs and checked the status of the can. Empty. Must have been a hungry little fella. Other than the can, there was no sign of the animal. Hopefully it was okay. To my surprise, this exchange of food dead drops carried on for about another month. It was always the same. I'd hear the mewling, open the door, see nothing, and leave a can which would be empty come morning. Jeez, I even bought a bowl and some cat food to leave out for the little guy. 
I was getting attached. As it got colder, I started to worry a lot more for my new friend. The forecast had said to expect heavy snowfall at any time, and I couldn't bear the idea of them being left outside. So I had an idea. I went to the pet store and got everything I'd need to install a dock flap. Snow fell heavily while I set to work on the dock flap. That night, I waited for my rendezvous with a mixture of anxiety and excitement. I was hopefully, finally, going to meet my mysterious animal friend. I left the bowl out as usual, but added a trail of cat treats from it to the flap. I crossed my fingers that they'd take the bait. All that was left for me to do was await nightfall, so I stuck on a movie and waited. The movie was almost over when I heard something from the backyard. I sat upright, but unable to move, the anxiety riling my stomach and prickling my skin. The crunching stopped. I assumed they were at the bowl. I turned down the couch to face the darkened doorway to the kitchen. A few minutes of silence followed and my heart sank a little. Maybe tonight wasn't the night. Then I heard the crunching start again, but closer this time. They were following the trail. A few more and they'd be at the flap. I turned in place, staring over the back of the couch, my fingers gripping the cushion with an uncomfortable tension. They could come through any moment now. Then I heard it. The flap had moved. I leapt from my seated position to the doorway, hitting the light switch as I went. I looked around the kitchen. Nothing. My heart sank again. It looked like my friend had second thoughts. Before heading to bed, I decided to refill the bowl outside. It was cold, and they could maybe do with some extra food. I opened the door with the bag of cat food in hand. I looked down at the bowl, and my blood ran cold. I dropped the bag, scattering food all over the porch. Next to the bowl, printed in the snow, were two deep marks. Not the tiny cat-shaped prints I was expecting, but two handprints. Human handprints. Our final tale is titled Transmissions.
looks like I'm gonna have to go further next time. Now, it's probably nothing, so I don't want you fretting, but in town I swear someone was watching me. I doubled back on myself in the truck on my way home. I didn't see anyone, but just to be safe, I'm gonna set up a few bells on the perimeter. I sleep light these days, so they should wake me up no problem. Hope you're keeping safe out there, Jean. January 22nd, 0800 hours. Last night around 2300 hours, something tripped the perimeter alarm. I took the 12 gauge and went outside. I couldn't see a damn thing. I'll need to rig those damn floodlights for next time. A fire shot into the air and yelled something fierce. Hopefully I scared off whatever it was. Probably a damn coyote or something. I'll lay a few traps and that should be the end of it. Oh my love, Bill. January 26th, 0800 hours. It definitely wasn't a damn coyote. The bastard disabled the alarm. I found it cut clean this morning doing my rounds. Thing's smart. Seems like it's casing the house, probing, looking for a weakness. Well, all it's gonna find is an angry old vet with a 12 gauge. This is our house, Gene. I'll be damned if I'm gonna leave. I couldn't do that. Not now. Say a prayer for me, would you?
Thank you for joining me for this first episode of Tales from the Quarantine. Please feel free to leave any feedback in the comments below. The music tracks used in this episode were Hello Reagan and Hello Michael by Loyalty Freak Music, sourced from freemusicarchive.org.